Welcome and thanks for listening. This is your Nebraska Judicial Branch. Greetings and thank you again for joining us. I am Gene Cotter, your host. Today we are joined by peer support team leader, Melissa Cook. Melissa, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Gene. It's great to be here. On October 10th of every year, the World Health Organization has declared Mental Health Day. As we continue to be in the throes of a pandemic, could you talk just briefly about what we have noticed, what we've seen, how that has impacted people as far as employees across the judicial branch? What kind of impact have we seen with telecommuting and people not being able to work and do their jobs the way they normally do them day in, day out? Well, Gene, um, it's interesting. What I have seen is uh, some folks will tell you it did not affect me at all. And then when you start asking questions about sleep and who they are seeing for family members or friends or are they doing some of the same activities, when you start having that conversation with them, you find out that things really have changed for them and they don't necessarily even have noticed some of those changes. Other folks have made comments, not having that structure of coming into the office, having that network of support from their coworkers, even when coworkers can sometimes frustrate you. It's still nice to be able to have that sounding board that you can communicate with those coworkers. We were all, you know, having meetings via WebEx. There's research that shows that the fatigue from just being involved with a screen is uh, too much. We've been chatting about that with our youth for years, and here we are as adults. We were doing so much more screen time ourselves. I don't have the statistics, but I would assume that there's been more cases of depression people not feeling themselves, people maybe not sleeping as well, not wanting to be with friends, maybe an increase in sick time. I think that there's been some irritability possibly amongst some staff just because things have been just kind of upheaval. And then I think we all got into that. I thought we were going to have kind of light at the end of the tunnel and we're still here a year and a half later. Well, so I probably should have started here. Peer support is something that isn't new to the judicial branch. Generally, these podcasts are designed for a bigger audience, and I certainly hope that people listen in and learn about one of what I would consider an employee benefit that we offer here in the judicial branch, and that is peer support. But can you just talk a little bit about peer support, how it came to be, and what the purpose is? Sure, that'd be great. Uh, Peer support happened, oh, I believe it was 2014. It was part of a uh, APPA project, I believe, for one of the... uh, administrative staff, and she was able to connect with someone from uh, Arizona who had implemented a peer support program, and we were able to bring it to Nebraska. So she started a small team and asked some folks to be a part of the team, and the team is still going. The team consists of individuals across the state in probation, and we have just recently added the uh, folks from uh, the court side, which is excellent. We have approximately five or six new folks who want to come on board. So peer support is just a group of staff who are in various positions throughout the judicial branch. We're here for support to maybe give folks a connection to some resources that are out there. And the best part of um, all of this is we are all know um, about and how to get a hold of Best Care EAP which I promote. Um, I always say that if I could go to therapy once a week, I would probably be in therapy once a week just because it's just kind of nice to, we take care of our medical health, but not necessarily our mental health. 
A couple things I want to clarify there. First off, APPA is the American Probation and Parole Association. Uh, this was a project that was somebody was going through the Leadership Institute. You're right. When you talk about people across the branch, there are a wide and varied membership on the peer support team. There are several people that are clinicians on there. However, you talked about going to therapy. You talked about the EAP, Employee Assistance Program. Our peer support team is not tied to EAP, correct? Nor do we actually use the peer support team to conduct, say, referrals. We don't actually use peer support to hold therapy sessions, et cetera, correct? Correct. Absolutely. Um, I needed to clarify. It's, it's a volunteer group. It's more about having the support, the connection with someone. It You can use that person as a sounding board, whether it's something that's occurring at work, something in your family, something with your children. It could be even some of your friends that you are having um, some difficulties where it's, sometimes it's just nice to talk to someone that's not a family member or not one of your coworkers. As far as Best Care EAP, that is just one of the added benefits we have working in the judicial branch, and that's where they are the clinicians, they are the therapy. So we can chat a little bit more about what that all entails, and it's a wonderful benefit for folks. So yeah, it is not therapy, and none of us work in a therapeutic manner, actually, Many of the peer support team members are everyday people. They're not licensed folks at this point in time. I know I personally have reached out to and made referrals. And when I say referrals, I'm talking about something has occurred in a local office that I'm aware about, something similar. And I will actually send an email to you and say, hey, Melissa, this happened in this probation district or this court jurisdiction. Could you please reach out to the clerk magistrate or the probation chief or whatever and see if there's anything we can do to engage them. Could you just talk a little bit about some of, and now speak very generally here because I don't want to violate any confidentiality uh, and maybe actually include confidentiality in there in your as you answer this, but could you just talk about some of the things that have led people to contact the peer support team? Oh, again, that is a variety. It's not a critical incident per se that occurs all the time. Again, it could be someone who is going through a divorce. There have been incidences, uh, their child is moving out, going off to college, which just changes your life. Then there's been situations where it might have been a death of an individual that you are supervising. So some of them have been work-related. There's been a couple of occasions when you have that conversation and you're just not getting along with one of your coworkers and you just wanted to chat with someone else. So... It really runs the gamut as to how we get involved. Sometimes we also have um, the phone the phone call or the email might come through me, but a lot of staff will just reach out to a peer support team member themselves, which is wonderful because that means they have either made a connection with someone in the past or it's someone they know or maybe someone else said, hey, why don't you contact? And um, then they reach out to that peer support person. And as far as confidentiality, nothing is said. We do not, there's no names, there's no districts. I don't follow back up with uh, chiefs or supervisors or clerk magistrate. Everything is between uh, you and the individual you're speaking with. And But what I do have to say with confidentiality, if it's going to, if you're going to be a danger to yourself or to others, then confidentiality, I would then have to, you know, report that situation. As of right now, that has never occurred. And I don't believe we've ever had any issues with confidentiality in the whole time that we've had this going. 
The reason I ask about confidentiality is I think sometimes people, especially those of us that work in the courts, feel like, boy, I don't know that I, I don't know how I'm going to be viewed if I show weakness by calling something like that. And, and that, I think, is an important first step to get over is to realize that everybody is vulnerable at times and everybody could use, whether it be a friendly ear to listen to somebody to just provide them with some other resources, that a phone number, whatever. You know, I can think of a couple of other things, you know, uh, you didn't necessarily address, but I know we've encountered where maybe a former employee has passed on or you mentioned clients, uh, maybe somebody that's actively working in the office experiences some sort of traumatic loss, those types of things. So you keep talking about reaching out, but I don't know that we've talked yet about how do I reach out. You said something about, I know somebody on the peer support team, so I will I will call them or I will email them. But what if I don't even know who's on the peer support team? Is there some sort of a resource someplace I can go to find out who is on the peer support team and how I can reach out to them, what means of communication, that kind of stuff? That is a wonderful question because we just updated our website. Jared Callahan helped us out. We've got a couple other peer support team members who made some wonderful infographics. It's really easy to get to anymore. There's information about peer support regarding what our mission is. There's information. Um, there's a handbook that has everyone's pictures and phone numbers and some interests and not specialties, but kind of a little bit about their background. So you might connect either via via age, via their position, um, or maybe you've seen them at a meeting and you're like, oh, I feel comfortable talking to that person. So that is a, a great resource that we have right now. Something else I would like to point out is the peer support team is also the group that sends out the motivational, the words of wisdom, the, the little true life stories that maybe people can relate to, bring, I don't know, proper focus or scope to things that are going on. I get an email, I believe, every Monday and Friday from the peer support team. Talk a little bit about the impetus behind those and what those messages are designed to do for us. Well, I'll tell you what, it started out really when the pandemic started and we weren't all together, lots of folks, you weren't with your family, you weren't with friends, you weren't maybe even working in the same office with folks. So um, one of the members, uh, Susan Barnard, was like, we should really start coming up with some inspirational, positive sayings. So that's how they came about. Sometimes we get emails back saying, oh, I really connected with that one. Other folks will say, yeah, you're sending too many of them. But then somebody else might say, this week, really? Oh, I needed to hear that. So it's just, you never know what's going to affect you that day or make a difference. So we just want to put those messages out there that we're, we're all in this together and that it is okay to ask for help and it's okay not to be okay. When we talk about the members of the peer support team, it's not something that is set in stone. Uh, you're always looking for volunteers in some capacity. You don't have to have special letters behind your name or anything like that to join in, pitch in, and help out your fellow staff members, branch employees from across the state. If I wanted to become involved with peer support, how would I go about doing that? Well, there's, there's a couple of ways. You could uh, reach out directly to Melissa Cook. My name is also on the um, website. 
you could also apply to be part of the peer support team members when there was an application process. And that sounds really, oh, that's an application I'll never get picked. It's not, it's not like that. It's just wanting to find out what you might bring to the table, what area of expertise you have, and how you could assist us. And Jean, you're right. We could use folks who are creative, who like to do infographics, those kind of things. And just being, um, if you didn't want to be available for enti- across the entire state and you wanted to say, I can be available for just my area. We would love that. And, you know, we're, as Jean said, we're always looking for folks. People's workloads change. People switch positions. So please reach out to us. The website is so easy to find now. October 10th is World Mental Health Day. Melissa, you talked about this earlier. I'm going to give you an opportunity to close with it, too. If you would, just talk a little bit about self-care and resiliency and the, portent, the importance that everybody that does what we do what the role of self-care plays for for everybody that does what we do. Okay, great. I'm going to use the saying that um, I do get a chance. I want to point this out. We do get to talk about peer support during new officer training, and we are also incorporating that into on, on the courtside training. So we get to kind of toot our own horn there. But the other component is the whole resiliency piece because my saying is working with humans is hard. We are not always the nicest people to be around, but you need to take care of yourself because working with humans is so hard. And when you go back to the uh, Mental Health Awareness Month or Day, I love the, the slogan this year is Mental Health Care for All, Let's Make It a Reality, because I have noticed a change even in the short time that I've been here, seven years, that we are, um, mental health is okay to talk about. And that hasn't always been the case. So I think having the peer support, having resiliency, that people, um, it's not about bouncing back. It's about bouncing forward and just being kind to each other, being good listeners. So being part of peer support, I'd like to say it's magical, it's not just magical. It's someone told me once it's just about being human and being a kind human being. When they talk about employees of government being public servants, those of us that work within the judicial branch, in my opinion, at the very least, exemplify that definition. We are, in fact, public servants from the word go. And when you do that, you can't help but be impacted. Melissa Cook, peer support team leader. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. This has been another episode of Your Nebraska Judicial Branch. Please remember to subscribe, like, and review us on your favorite podcast platform.